five, six, seven, eight. Hi and welcome. Welcome in. Welcome back. So glad to have you here for this special holiday je ne sais quoi Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. So glad you're spending it with your cousins. I'm spending it with mine. Mm-hmm. Me too. Both genetic and by choice. Spiritual. Spiritual. Yeah. Um, God-given and gene-given. Yeah. Yeah. So you walk into that Thanksgiving table. First and foremost, your cousins are there. But there's also 18 casserole dishes. A plethora. My mother mm-hmm. has added a plethora of things on her bar for mm-hmm. us to grub on yeah. as they say and which one are you digging your grubby little hands into first i'm reaching for the stuffing not the answer i wanted and it's the answer you got because i i'm a stuffing girl i like it i like salty bread what can i say and i like to put a little gravy on it and i like how i just like how it melds with all the other things on my plate and if it's like you can have one thing it's stuffing for me one thing and it's stuffing yeah because i don't know what else am i gonna have and not, don't you dare say sweet potato russet. No, it's not russet. It's russell. Sorry. <laughs> because, okay, the thing is, stuffing, it's not bad. I'm not going to turn it down. But I have limited real estate. Mm. And I'm not filling it with the stuffing. I'm getting a little bite so I can say, been there, done that. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Um, and then I move it on. And I know that your answer is sweet potato russell because you've been talking about it for probably about a month. Yeah. Tell us what time of year. It's sweet potato russell. Sweet potato russell. My favorite food. My favorite food. Mamma Addie, she whips it up year after year. She gets in her little kitchen. She does her little thing. Shout out Mamma Addie. And it is mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. with God's grubble on the top. And I cannot tell you exactly what makes up God's gravel. Are marshmallows involved? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Okay. We don't do that here. Got it. That's a potato casserole. I'm talking Got sweet potato it. wrestle. Okay, this whole time I've been thinking marshmallows no, were involved. No, 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 no marshmallows, no marshmallows. What's on top then? It's like pecans, brown sugar, and butter. Okay, that actually sounds really it's, good. I'm going to make a dish when we come back because I'm not getting it this, this Thanksgiving. Right. And I'll be making us a pan. Because I really so like, good. you know what? I need to be eating more sweet potatoes. No, you do. I love sweet potatoes. Why have I not been eating them like all year? No, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you some sweet potato wrestle. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. It's so good. Um, one thing I would like to say about Thanksgiving before we proceed is it's a colonizer's mm-hmm. holiday. Mm-hmm. And I wanna address that. Get because, into the because I love Thanksgiving for the community and the familial is that the right word mm-hmm. aspect of it all um i love being able to spend time with my loved ones i love that aspect of it but i don't love the sordid history and that obviously goes without saying but i just wanted to say it because we spent so much time i feel like in school especially elementary school not really addressing thanksgiving the way that we should with the whole like dressing up in ways that were probably very insensitive and just you know native american history in the united states is just so not well represented Mm -hmm. everything that they have fought for and we don't acknowledge that community in the way that we should um and so like i would love to see more representation in that sense like we have indigenous people's day and i think that that is an incredible way that we have worked towards recognizing the um well uh, no longer recognizing the colonizers and i would love to see us move in that direction for thanksgiving 
but I do appreciate the time off of work and spending time with my family. Right. It's like we like the ways we celebrate, but like so many things, we enjoy the celebration. We don't love where it came from. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I think it's about moving away from old Thanksgiving icons. Yes. And moving into the food, the family. The food, the gratitude. The family. Yes, and it's like Thanksgiving <clears throat> falls to the point of the year when we all need a break. So, like, we can just recognize that without the Mayflower being involved. Let's just take a day off. Yeah, I and need it, also, you need it. I'll say it. One of the main highlights of Thanksgiving, we can say it together. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And, you know, I've never really watched that, so mm-hmm. I did not say mm-hmm. it. No, you didn't. But, um... It's like year after year. I say it's 9 a.m. and I want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And those little dancers mm-hmm. in New York City, they put mm-hmm. on a show. I'll watch it this year maybe, but I get bored by things like no, that. No, well, okay, really the best way to do it is to DVR it because fast forward the floats. Oh. Like it's a big balloon. I thought you that's just want to watch it is for the floats. You want to see the bands. You want to see the Broadway. You want to see Santa at the end. So I feel like that's what you want to see. Oh, do maybe you that's see not the my truth. Meh. I'm not really interested in it. I'll say it. Cousins are allowed to be different. Cousins are allowed to be different, but I just love to be entertained. I'll try it out for like 10 minutes, and if I get bored, I'm turning it Okay, off. well, if you don't see a Broadway show in that time, I feel like you're going to just be like, oh my god, another Pikachu? <laughs> Enough of the Pikachus. We are anti-Pikachu in this household. <laughs> yeah, I'll come forward and make a statement. Um, I hate Pokemon. Another statement I would like to make is that we are nursing margaritas. We are, we are. It's Friday night. Friday and night. we're trying to stock up on our recordings <laughs> yeah. so we can enjoy our Thanksgiving because yeah. our codependency is about to be challenged. Yeah. And secondarily, I'll be honest, we already recorded this episode. <laughs> we, already recorded this, we already recorded this episode. And yeah, the audio wasn't great. No. We're looking into it. No, yeah, we, we tried are. different interfaces, different systems. Yep. We realized one of our mics is broken. Mm-hmm. We might also be buying new mics of different types. So, we have our best people on it, and that is ourselves. So girls... Buckle up because we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> yes. Um. So far, how we spent our Friday night is cleaning our air fryer, mm-hmm. and that took mm, an hour total. It did. it did. I was scrub a dub dubbing. Um. And honestly, it's my proudest accomplishment. No, it, you. It literally, literally looked so good. You crushed it. It was so satisfying. Um. When I went to the movie theater, mm-hmm. this is how we knew the air fryer needed to be cleaned. Well, first, Jess has set off the fire alarm by making corn dogs about five nights in the past week. Oh, that's first of all not at all true. It was like twice in the past month, twice in the past two weeks. Okay. Um. And then the other night, when I was sitting next to it, I said, "Why does it smell like the movie theater I used to work at in high school?" And then I said, "It's Holy the shit, air fryer. Yeah. It smells like the popcorn machines at the end of the night when whoever was the least favorite staff member had to go back there and scrub Ooh, them." How many times did you have to do it? Every now and then. Okay. Yeah. Um, I often try to get closing shifts not in concessions, but. There was one boy who worked there, and I remember one time, there's two parts of the machine that you have to clean, and one time, I brought half out, and in the second half, I was so proud of how I cleaned it, because it looked spotless, Yeah. and I brought it out to Patrick, the shift leader, mm-hmm. and I said, look how spotless I made this, aren't you proud? Mind you, he's two months older than me. Got it. And he said, yeah, it looks great, and I make the other one look that way. <gasps> and I have never been so embarrassed. Um... And Patrick would be pleased with our air fryer. Good. That's I aim to please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to kind of send him a picture. Hey, do it. I don't know how to contact him. Okay. Um. Well, back to the topic at hand, which is Thanksgiving. Giving. What else to say? We don't eat turkey. No, we don't eat turkey. 
so we are but like even when i did eat meat i didn't like turkey it was not my meat of choice at the thanksgiving table i was a ham girl i know i'm a ham girl which is why but my family always did turkey for thanksgiving ham for christmas Mm. i think that mama was just a go big or go home or like she would get a turkey and then my granddaddy would get a ham or something like that um but this year is gonna be interesting because as you know my parents are now vegan um, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. So apparently she's planning to make some kind of tempeh. I don't know. Interesting. Um, I mean, I'll be surprised and elated either way, but you know, I'm just there for the stuffing. So yeah. and the mashed potatoes. I like mashed potatoes and I like sometimes green bean casserole. I love green bean casserole with those little French onions on the top. I just, I don't know. Sometimes it's like too saucy for me and I'd rather just have mm. a crisp green bean. Yeah. Because I feel like with Thanksgiving food... With traditional Thanksgiving food, everything is smothered and covered. It's casserole after casserole after casserole. Because, again, it's a colonizer's holiday. (laughs) And colonizers love their casseroles. Yes, they do. Yes, yes, yes. So, I don't know. I think that I would also appreciate just maybe a little kale, some green beans, some Brussels sprouts. I don't know. Just something to balance out my plate of stuffing. I love on Thanksgiving, sometimes I do a little Brussels sprouts with like a maple sauce and some craisins. Yes. And it hits That's every a, time. I saw a recipe the other day on TikTok that was like Brussels sprout. It was something like that. It was like a Brussels sprout maple Thanksgiving dish. I also saw, what was it? It was like a French onion stuffing. It was like mm. croissants and French onions and some other seasonings. And that was a stuffing. And that looked pretty good as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Um yeah, I love this whole, like, taking the Thanksgiving flavors and modernizing them or putting a twist on a it. A little twist. Because you know what? It. it gets old. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Yeah. So after... For, oh, oh, actually, what time does your family eat Thanksgiving? Mm. Good question. So it depends which side of my family we are eating with. Because my mom, if we are eating with my my um, my mom's parents, my mom and my papa, it's late because they are Jewish and anything if they say we're eating at five we're actually eating at 7 30 mm-hmm. so whatever they say add an hour or two maybe even three so it would usually be like seven ish when we would eat with them we haven't had Thanksgiving with them in like three ish four four years um but if we're having Thanksgiving at my parents house it's always it's always interesting so for example a few years ago the Thanksgiving before COVID so Thanksgiving 2019 my dad roasted a lamb on a spit in our backyard Mm, say more I gladly will he did that and he invited all of the college students from the college where he works who did not have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving over to feast on the lamb so that lamb was on the spit by like 10 30 in the morning and it was just roasting and spinning all day in your backyard in my backyard and it smelled I'll say it atrocious I hate the smell of roasting lamb Mm -hmm. it's one of my least favorite smells in the world um but he did that. We did that. They carved that sucker up. Did the college kids love it? Oh, they were eating it up. Wow. They loved it. Professor of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I feel like, I don't know, I never understand why on, like, holiday meals we eat earlier in the day. I guess it's because you're having, like, a lunch dinner type moment. That's what, because I agree. I, I mean, I'm team that. I love a good, like, 4 or 5 p.m. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Because, like, 
you wake up, you have a slow morning. Yeah. You have a breakfast, and then maybe you have, like, a midday snack at, like, 1. Yeah. And then you feast. Right. And then, because, like, I don't want to eat at, like, 7 and then go to, like, eat a feast at 7 and then go to bed. Right, yeah. So, like, if you do that, then you let it digest, and then at, like, 7, that's when you break out the pies. Mm, yeah. I always think think Thanksgiving morning is so stressful, or at least it just is with my mom, because she's making all of her all of her things, all of her mm. casseroles have to find their place in the oven. Yeah. Um, and it's so stressful. She's up. 8 a.m. She's putting her tinfoil on her casseroles. Mm-hmm. We are making room in the ovens. We are using every inch of counter space to chop, slice, and dice. Yeah. And it's stressful. No, and that, I love that kind of thing. I love cooking and baking in mass quantities. But the combination of smells at 8.30 in the morning. No, I love it. It's a lot to take in. I can't wait to host Thanksgiving. <laughs> when you're ready for your second all-vegan Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. come on over. All right. Let's do, let's have a Friendsgiving next year. Okay. Yeah. Let's Once do we it. make, hopefully, friends by then. Well, and also, I just don't like doing, because I never, like, I've never had a full vegan Thanksgiving feast that I cook, because I always just make for one. Yeah. I'd love to cook for everyone. Let's do it. Thanks. Wow. Wow. Um, So then after you eat, like, what's your family doing? Is it football? Is it games? Is it what? It's not football. Yeah. And I'll tell you what it is. Neither. It is my uncle's whip out the recorders. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If we're having Thanksgiving with... My parents and my dad's family, um, all of my uncles, they come with their little instruments. My granddaddy, he's tickling the ivory. My Uncle Mike, he's got his recorders out. Mm. My Uncle Chris, he's a songbird. My Uncle Randy, he died a few years ago. Um, so, but when he was there, he would sit there with his oxygen and he'd be listening. <laughs> we he all sure play would. an instrument of different types. Yes. Um, and they just, as they say, they pick. They pick. They're going. I'm going to start saying that. I'm going to start saying them. Yeah, they're picking. Pick? Who wants yeah. to pick? Yeah. So they always they'll say, "Who you want to pick?" And then they do their picking. Their yeah, recorder. They're singing a little. Um, and I'm just sitting there. I'm saying, "Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, ho. Yeah." Um, and so we just kind of sit around. Usually there's a fire going. It's good vibes. Like wow. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 My family does music too, but we don't call it picking. Mm. We just usually. Well, if we're at my uncle's house, like, since we moved to Alabama, we do a lot of Thanksgiving at my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of guitars, a drum set, that so kind you're of picking. thing. So we're picking. Yeah. Um, but Thanksgiving has, we don't have, like, a, we don't have a strict Thanksgiving tradition. No, obviously. we don't like, either. Christmas time, my family has an itinerary. Mm. Thanksgiving, we just kind of go where we're called. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Last year's Thanksgiving, I don't really remember that much of it because I was drunk. Last year's Thanksgiving, I was in a country that doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Right. So we, I had fish. But, well, I had banana root. Okay. <laughs> so we both had different types of things. Yeah, because you were you were in the bathroom. I was inebriated. And by that, she means that I, me and my brother, every 10 minutes or so, were sneaking away to his bathroom where we had a huge bottle of vodka and we were just with our little tiny you know the red solo cup mini shot glass versions oh that's not what i was picturing we were shooting those back um and then we were popping out and saying what's good fam good morning hi there hi there um and yeah there were a few reasons for that the primary reason was because i was fresh out of a breakup and i did not want to be questioned Mm-mm. and so i said how can i avoid the questions make myself avoidable unapproachable exactly so inebriated that no one wants to talk mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. or at least if they try 
it won't be very fruitful. Yes. Um, and I did that. Were you not afraid at all that by being a little bit drunk, you'd let something slip that you didn't? No, want I wasn't. To? Oh. I wasn't because I had my goal and I kept to it. Good job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's probably the state that I will also be in this coming Thursday. Just for kicks and giggles. I love it. Yeah. Do, are you a Black Friday girly? No. Oh. I'm not. I'm not really. I feel like I did it once, like the whole going out at midnight and being in lines or whatever. But I don't know. I just don't really see the allure. I love it. Tell me more. Well, I love doing things of the wrong type of day. Oh. We've talked about this. It's the free will phenomenon. Free will and phenomenon. It's, it's anything on the scale from breakfast for dinner to Black Friday to what I lived for as a child the annual Girl Scout mall lock-in where you got to, you got to stay in the mall all night. No, that and sounds like, so fun. I, it was, yeah. One time in my life, I went to a church lock-in with a friend mm. and it was an experience. No, there's something about doing the wrong thing at the wrong time that's yeah. so thrilling. Yeah. And, and who feel alive. staying up all night in a church would be so scandalous. Exactly. Well, now imagine doing it at the mall Damn. and you've got that Hallmark store open and wow. yeah, it's the Webkinz era. Yeah, it is. You're living it up. Oh, yeah, you are. Wow. Anyways, I love good Black Friday shopping. I love, my dad and I would do it all the time in Georgia. We'd go get our holiday Starbucks. Mm -hmm. We'd go stand in line at Best Buy, and I'd be on my eldest daughter behavior, Mm -hmm. seeing what my siblings are going to get for Christmas, Mm -hmm. putting in my two cents. Um, And then, like, a couple years ago, me and my, because my dad and I used to do it at, like, the 8 p.m., 10 p.m., like, on Thanksgiving vibe. And then a couple years ago, me, my dad, and Natalie did it at like the 4 a.m. on Black Friday vibe. Is that not exhausting? It was exhilarating. <sighs> Got it. Because if you don't have anything else to do on Black Friday, go do that and then come back and take a nap. No, that's And then so wake true. up and make your Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. I saw a video earlier of this girl making a Thanksgiving leftover panini. That's good. Because my idea for you stuffing lovers, put, put the stuffing into the panini maker to make it the piece of bread. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that is a good idea. Um, in regards to leftovers, are you a Thanksgiving sandwich girl or are you just a leftover girl in general? Okay. Pre, in my meat era, I was a sandwich girl. Yeah. Now, that doesn't make much sense. No, because you don't have the protein. So it would just be like a casserole sandwich, which is just too much. So now I'm a little scoop of everything plate girl, but I do love a sandwich. In the past, oh, when I was at, when I was in Disney for Thanksgiving and I wanted a meal but didn't have the means... I bought tofurkey, and then I made sweet potato russell, bought cranberry sauce, and made, like, one other casserole, Mm. and then I did a sandwich like that. That sounds good, because you just, like, the only thing that you need or that we need to fix the puzzle is a little bit of protein. Exactly. Because it's just, like, it's just needed in the sandwich so that you're not having a stuffing sandwich. That's a really good idea of the bread as the stuffing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I do really like that. Try it this year. Let me know how it goes. One of my pre post hang on pre meatless era post thanksgiving meals was ham bone soup mm-hmm. um and that is when you have your thanksgiving ham whatever holiday ham you take that ham bone with all the little ham bits on it pop that bad boy in a pot pour some water over her and then you get the ham bone soup mix from honey baked ham Pour those yeah. beans in there, mm-hmm. let it stew for hours, and then it is God's nectar. 
Well, because the thing is, if God can make Eve from the rib of Adam, he can make ham bone soup from the rib of a ham. And that, no true words have ever been said. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And it has no business being that good. I wish I could lap it up. I know. And that's what's so sad about our lives. Yeah. I hate speaking about veganism and vegetarianism because I feel annoying. But it's just like coming up in this episode because it's Thanksgiving. It is. Let's speak on it. But... I became vegetarian like three days before Thanksgiving in the sixth grade. So I just like associate this time of year with a lot, a lot, a lot of black beans and PB&Js. New beginnings. New beginnings, new era. But I remember we were at my church's church, church giving. Um, and I didn't realize that gravy had meat in it. Yeah. And I had the Knights of Columbus pour that all over my little plate. And then I was shoveling it into my mouth, mm. saying, I love the vegetarian life. Mm-hmm. And Mama said, Cameron, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to need to know, Grady's not vegetarian. Yeah. I had to go bring that back to the Night of Columbus and say, new plate, please. And that's a rude awakening. But you know what else? In my opinion, like... Meat has no business being in gravy because you can well, make it without meat. When I make it myself, I you literally can't tell the difference. No. It's just like the Knights of Columbus don't know that. Right. Like brown gravy doesn't need to have meat. Mushroom gravy doesn't need meat. Mm. Tomato Mushroom gravy. Mushroom gravy, that sounds good. Tomato gravy doesn't need meat. Tomato gravy. Oh my gosh, yes. I like tomato gravy with poutine. Tomato gravy sounds good for a meatloaf. Yeah, it would be good for a meatloaf. How do you make a meatloaf? Garbanzo loaf. Garbanzo loaf. And... Last night at our improv show, when they were talking about meatloaf, I'm entering my meatloaf era, and so I think I'm making us a meatloaf real soon. Interesting. I think it would also be good with the impossible meat. I think that would be approximately $50 to make really? a meatloaf. A meatloaf for two? Well, when we make meals, we want them to that's be true. meatloaf that's for true. eight. That's true. That's so true. That would be a go big or go home type of meatloaf. And like, no offense, but if I'm shelling out $50 for a meal, it's not going to be meatloaf. <laughs> no, I surely hope not. I'm not a big meatloaf girl. I... Something about that home-style 50s cooking. Go patriarchy. I'm a housewife. What? And I'm baking a meatloaf. What other meals from that era entice you? I don't know, but it's Just a meatloaf. meatloaf. It's a meatloaf. But I feel like in the 1950s, they had meatloaf every night. Meatloaf every night with a little dessert of Jello. Yes! <laughs> the, like, Jello pudding and, like, the, like, the, like, milkshake glass type no, thing. because with the whipped cream on top. Yes, and, like, a little maraschino cherry. Yeah, and when I see and that... And it's green. I'm, <laughs> I'm transported back to Dr. Class. Oh my god. Shout out for teaching us about gender norms in the culinary space. Because, yeah, we have college credit for that. Yeah, we do. And for we have jello. a wealth of wisdom. And you know what else? I wrote an essay about Remy the Rat from Ratatouille being gay. Yeah, I. Queering Ratatouille. Let's I do it. I wrote an essay comparing Remy the Rat and Anthony Porowski. <laughs> And yeah, I got an A. Yeah, yeah. And I still reference it. Do you know what um, Dr. Shiko did not give me an A on in that class, though? What? My essay about a family food, because I read about my mom's mac and cheese, and I read that she puts mustard powder in it, and she wrote, really? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> and she took all the points. For mustard powder? For inaccuracy of the recipe. And I said, you don't know my family. That's so funny. And also, like, I feel like that's kind of standard. I've never put mustard powder in my mac. It's not what you think, though. Okay. It doesn't taste mustardy. It just, I don't know, gives it something. Okay. I mean, I believe you 100%. Bonnie didn't. (laughs) That's okay. Circling back to the jello (laughs) 
and dessert. Have you ever had that? I have had Jello, actually. <laughs> my question, not my question, my comment was I don't think that, like, I've never had it. And I'm not really interested. But, like, the Jello with the whipped cream, I don't feel like that no. combination of textures would be very good. Also, I'm thinking of something else I'd like to share in a minute, but say your piece. No, I was just going to say, no, I don't want to try that. I have no interest. No. Um, and what I would like to share is in another one of classes that I took there was I can't remember what exactly the project was but I remember that I think Bonnie Shishko herself brought us like these fruit bars from I think Europe and they had like like almost like caramelized like fruit bits in the bar it was the most appalling thing I've ever had in my it's life like a granola bar or like no. a special or it was not like a dessert pay, thing like a no it was like a dessert thing I'll look it up later but the, the the crux of the story is that someone else for his project made quail like he he made the wow. he made it and he brought it in in the Albright kitchen I don't know where he made it but he brought it into McEwen and said this is my project it is quail that I that me and my mother cooked wow and it was so alarming like I was just thinking like this is a liberal arts education. And what was your project? I could not tell you. That's could the thing about a liberal arts school is someone will come in with quail for their project. Someone will come in with like an interpretive dance and someone will come in with an essay. I, I for another one of those classes, I, my like final project of the semester was I sewed a doll. Like I, I took myself to mm-hmm. Michael's. I got felt and stuffing and I sewed a doll and I said, Here's my project. No, I love my liberal arts education. But you know what someone else in that class made? And it's someone that you had a bit of a crush on. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> he made a board game. Wait, I love board games. He did. He did. And he presented it. And then I think I had to present after him. And I said something like, wow. This is my felt doll. This is my felt doll. Here you are, folks. Yeah, I forgot about that. But you and him would have been a match made in heaven in a different Maybe world. Really would. Back to the Jello. Yeah, um, always this is actually a little bit. This is a little <laughs> bit different. One thing that my mamma Addie makes for Thanksgiving, I think this is a Southern thing, so I feel like you. May I have feel had like it. I know what it's, you're gonna say before you even say it. Five cup salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about five cup salad <clears throat> because I actually enjoy it. Are you? But it's one of those me? things you have to not be in the kitchen while it's being made. No, I second, made that mistake. The second I said. Hey, Mamma Addie, this is delicious. What's in it? Let's tell My people. world came crashing down. Okay. it's. A, I'm going to start with, like, the normal and get to the abnormal. Cup of pecans or walnuts. Yep. Cup of marshishano cherries. Yep. Cup of... I wanted to say also, this one too later. Marshishino? I don't really know how to say it. Maraschino. Maraschino. Cup of marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Cup of canned pineapple. Mm-hmm. Cup of maybe just, like, general fruit salad in mm-hmm. a can. You stir it together. Yeah, you do. And then you mix in, you'll never guess, mayonnaise. Is there anything else in the sauce? Some sugar? Or is it just the juices from the canned fruit? I'm nauseous. But somehow, some way, it tastes good. No, it doesn't. But it tastes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it tastes good on Thanksgiving Day. No, I, I, no, 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 no. If you asked me to eat that any other day of the year, I would say, girl what girl what but on thanksgiving i'll say sure i'll give it a gander it's appalling to me okay ambrosia salad is also what it's known as okay um 
<laughs> I just looked up a recipe made with mandarin oranges, pineapple tidbits. Yeah, it's a tidbits. Mm-hmm. Lots of tidbits. Fruit flavored marshmallows. That's the kicker is the colorful Oh, I've never had it with the colorful one. Um, and then this one is saying that you have sour cream in it rather than mayonnaise. Oh, maybe that's it. And I feel like it's that sour cream because when you said mayonnaise is when I whipped up my phone to Google the recipe because that felt like a sin. Oh, now I don't feel like such a sinner because... No, sour cream is Sour so cream is... Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not great, but I feel like mayonnaise is so, mm, je ne sais quoi, slimy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, everyone, make yourself a cup, a five-cup salad. Don't. And try it and let us know what you think. Don't ever make ambrosia salad in your life. You will regret it. It's not something I endorse. <laughs> it's just something that, it's like a rite of passage. No, okay, yeah. Like, if you want to, like, feel like you were born and raised in a white Southern family, whip up some ambrosia mm-hmm. salad. And if you want to hate yourself for a little, <laughs> take a bite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's the kind of thing. Like when I think of ambrosia salad, yeah. I think of don't worry, darling. And I say, yeah, yeah. Florence Pugh is whipping this up for Harry. Oh my God. Yeah, she is. And they're not even eating it. Cause they're um, engaging in <laughs> on the kitchen table. <laughs> And now ambrosia salad is really ruined. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyway, so how are we going to move forward from that? (laughs) Hard to say. You go first. Okay. I'll start with my, I'll start with my dismay. Um, My dismay is the polar night. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean that on a few different levels. Me and my cousin moved to Chicago in July. We've been loving our city. Um, but it is now November. And one thing about the city in November is it is dark and it is cold and it is windy. Mm, yeah. And as of late, like I usually leave work around like 4.30, And walking to either home or the bus stop when it's dark at that hour is just so alarming and off-putting. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I feel like I should be tucking into bed in the next 30 minutes, but also it's 4.30 in the afternoon. Exactly. Um, but specifically today, I was going to work for a parent conference and my bus was taking forever. I needed to go. So I just decided to walk and I was not dressed for walking to work. It was snowing. It was windy. The snow was like little daggers in my the face and my was eyes. Big. I've never seen snowflakes that big. Really? They were the size of pebbles. It was, it was like fluffy snow, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't really like the kind that sticks, but it was like still there. But when I was walking, it was like the small ones that are like on my face. Um, and I had a jean jacket and that was it. Wind chill, and that's on you. 17 degrees. But part of it is also my exposure therapy because I don't want to whip out my big jacket until it's in the negatives. Right, right, right. Because that's just the way that I'm going to run things. No, because you don't have a medium jacket. I don't. I have my own skin and I have my big jacket and I have my jean jacket. Right. And so we're working with what we got. I'm going to order Blundstone boots, but that's the only big investment that I'm going to be making other than like some thermal leggings. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to hope and pray that that gets me through the winter. Yeah. My sleigh is that we have finally made it to Thanksgiving break. Yesterday was my last day of school. I went in today for my parent conference and just to like clean up, get a few things ready. Um, I'm a little stressed that I didn't get like all of my lesson planning done for the week after Thanksgiving, but I was telling Cameron, like, I just can't, I'm so burnt out 
the year has been long already, but this is like the hardest part of the year mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing is like making it to Thanksgiving is the hardest part of the school year. So for me, like as a first year teacher, that is reassuring to hear, but also just like not having to see them or go in for a full week is bliss. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. And I'm hoping it does. Familiarity breeds contempt. Don't put yes. me in the basement. No, exactly. So my sleigh is very much so no school for a week, going home tomorrow, um, and taking Adam on that plane. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get his wings. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think that they'll give him like I think if you ask. <gasps> Adam. He's going to love, they're going to love him. They're going to love him. He's going to hate it. Because the thing is, Adam looks like a pilot. He does. He, for those who don't know is the cutest cat in the world objectively yeah, no objectively like went like to the vet America. the vet said this is a perfect cat mm-hmm. and i said i raised him the people at our favorite ice cream shop they also said he's the perfect cat. they love him and it's because he's got this personality like none other he's an extroverted cat he's and an he's extroverted eyes. and that's what's different is most cats are not most extroverted cats are but he is out here to let his personality shine mm-hmm. through his face through his eyes and let's say it through his voice through his voice and that's what's going to be usually what gets people to love him and potentially tomorrow what people hate him yes. for yes he your greatest will... strength is your biggest demise yeah he will have enemies and he will have fans but don't we all that's so true. And that's just, that's what fame is. <laughs> exactly. What is your slay and dismay? My slay. Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying, when we recorded this originally, this was my slay. Mm. And I feel like because it was organic, it was funnier. Mm-hmm. But I just, I have to share it. Because I have begun my Stairmaster journey. Yes, you have. For years, I've wanted to give it a try. But being that elevated in the gym, being on a platform was scary to me. Mm-hmm. Finally, I said, I'm going to do it. Was it when we did it together? Yes. I'm glad I could have been there for you. Thank you. And I think having that, like, sister solidarity was really important. We're also in our James Charles era. <laughs> yeah, we've entered that. <laughs> um, and I think I was the jolliest girl to ever start on... <laughs> The whole time that we were riding the Stairmaster, every time I looked over at Cameron, she was smiling or laughing. And that's I was personally fighting my demons on the Stairmaster. And she was too, but also smiling and laughing. Smile, though your heart is aching. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I was just looking around thinking, what has my life come to? 23 years old, climbing stairs to nowhere. Fabricated stairs. Fake stairs. And here's the thing, too. I didn't do any Stairmaster research before I began this journey. So what level was I supposed to be on? Who knows? For how long? Yeah. You know? No clue. So I put it on level six. They're coming at a moderate pace. I felt like it was sustainable. I said, I'm going to do this 10 minutes. Yeah. Second day, I did it 15. And I felt like... You did it 15 minutes? Oh, my God. But I've seen other people say they do it for 30 to 40. But I feel like they're doing it slowly. I don't know, man. Um... But then, so I did that. And I was, by the end, yeah, I was dying. I was hunched over that Stairmaster, which I learned later is not the proper way to do it. Like you, You're supposed to be straight up? You're supposed to be straight up because then you work like your lower body and your core. Oh, um, I feel like every time I see someone on the Stairmaster, though, they're bent. No, that's, that's why I did it. I said, this is so normal, girl. Yeah. Um, but then after I was done, well, first of all, the last thing I wanted to do once I climbed down <laughs> those stairs was climb back up those stairs and clean it. <laughs> but I had to. Also, oh, I'm getting sidetracked, but... 
you know when you're riding an escalator and you're like, let me look when I hop off to make sure my shoe doesn't get stuck? Yeah. You have to do that every step on the Stairmaster, yeah. which is the thing. And, and how did I learn that? My shoe did get stuck. You and I almost you were just dropped it. reading on the stairs. No, because my plan was like, let me master the stairs and then I'll bring my books. Because, like I said last, or maybe you're finding this out next week, actually, but mm. I'm behind on my Goodreads goal. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be able to two birds with one stone. Um, that's not the case at all. That's no, because I'm looking at every step. You have to. You have to, or else you could potentially perish. No, because my toe stuck at the top of the Stairmaster. Me (laughs) hanging down at a 45 degree angle, limp, head banging against the stairs. While the stairs are still doing their thing. Well, they're not going to get very far because otherwise my body would have to go into that little machine. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going to be laying there and it's going to be going like that. And you're going to cause a scene. And that's the last thing I ever want to cause. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, I get down, I go back up to clean, I come back down for a final time. My legs are quivering. Yeah, they are. And I'm like, let me just go walk it out on that treadmill. And also, that's a great thing for me to just scroll and Google how to do the Stairmaster. Just one. Yeah. And you know what Google told me? Tell me. Bear crawl it. Yeah. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I'd like you to just picture... <laughs> You walk into a Planet Fitness. And what do you see? You see Cameron Edwards bear crawling. <laughs> or anyone. Up the stair master. What do you do? I would personally walk over to Michael Mazzara at yeah. the front desk of Mr. Planet Fitness. Fitness. And I'd say. Handle this. Someone's doing something they shouldn't. <laughs> and I think maybe we should step in. Press charges. Not, not me, but you. Yeah. Go over there in your Planet Fitness tea and show them who's boss. Someone needs to deal with this and it can't be me. No, because I hate to say it, I'd be urinating a little. <laughs> but also, mind you, my instructions on 17.com yeah. said bear crawl at level nine for 45 seconds. And, and then stop and then re- rotate in and out. And that's running up the stairs at a bear crawl because I was stair mastering at a nine and I was going at a pace. You were. And also for 45 seconds. So, I mean, honestly, you probably can't go more. I understand the limit. Uh-uh. But are you bear crawling and then reaching up and slapping that emergency <laughs> stop? That's what my biggest dilemma is in regards to bear crawling on the stairmaster in general. Because how are you standing up on the stairmaster when you are in a bear crawl? Yeah, and do you hit start and then bend down? Or do you have to get your, like, gym partner to go hit the button for you? I feel like it has to be a two-person job, and your gym partner also has to be... It's like like the people we see weightlifting at the gym. We don't do that, but, like, they always have a spotter. Well, and but the thing is, that's a fake friend, because if you came to me and said, hey, I'm going to do some bear crawling, I need you to start, I'd say, I'm not going to enable this. No, I'm not enabling that, honestly, illegal behavior. (laughs) And what's Joe Biden's plan for this? <laughs> Joe, we need to handle the bear crawlers. <laughs> Get a grip on the bear crawlers. But that's my sleigh. All in all, sleigh. Something else I'd like to add about Planet Fitness is we recently tried their hydro massage. Girls chair. don't do it. Girl, Girls. don't do it. Girl, don't. It was not worth it. It was alarming. It was, for those who don't know, for those who aren't Planet Fitness black, black card holders. Holders. <laughs> If you don't have a Planet Fitness black card, this is what you need to know. The hydro massage chair, you lay down and then it's just pounding your body with what I can only assume is reused water. (laughs) And also, I 
want you to picture the world's longest, <laughs> skinniest hot dog, okay? Do you have it in your head? God. That's what it feels like is rolling up and down your body. That's the shape of the water. Mm-hmm. But it's like full throttle. <laughs> full throttle, so powerful. Ocean waves. <laughs> and it's getting every square inch of your body. It's reaching Specifically, every crevice. Not the hemisphere, because that would be legs down. But if you were to divide your body... Um, not hamburger, but not hot dog. The other dimension, like the back half. Girl, what? Your your rear side. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not getting your chest. Oh yeah, you're laying on your back. You're laying down. You are. But it's getting that. So yeah, it's spreading your cheeks apart. (laughs) And that's not something any girl needs in the Planet Fitness. It's like imagine when you're crashed with a wave at the beach, and then you find sand in all of your crevices. That's you're getting. Planet Fitness gerbils in all of your cracks and crevices. <laughs> and, and we will never be shaking Oh, I'm going back to my massage chair. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. we love Planet Fitness. We share a block card membership that's only $12 a month, and we sneak the second person into the massage room. Yeah, yeah, we do. So Planet Fitness, if you want to sponsor us. No, please don't listen, Planet Fitness. They're going to take away our black card. <laughs> what is your dismay? My dismay. Oh, I had one and now I've lost it. Okay. Um, la-di-da-di-da, I'm going to think about it. What was it? Because I think I had a good one. Our, uncom- our upcoming separation. Mm. Because Jess is going home for Thanksgiving tomorrow, tomorrow, a Saturday, and I'm not going home till Wednesday no, night. No, that's going to be a hard few days for so you. I'm going to be in my polar night yeah. without my cat Oh, or my cousin. What are you going to do? Oh, I booked a movie every night. Are you serious? <laughs> what are you seeing without me? I feel like you're cheating on me. No, because I, well, I picked ones that I thought a, I hope I it's Lala Crocodile. No, <laughs> no, because I can't go to that alone. <laughs> That's embarrassing. They'll they'll kick you out. They'll say there's a grown girl alone at Lyle Lyle Crocodile and she's sitting in the back row by herself. And you're gonna be the only one there. No, no so one far, else is seeing Lyle. So Lyle far Crocodile. at the movies I've booked, I'm the only one there in all of them. What movies are you seeing without me? Okay. Saturday night I'm seeing Till. Okay. And I figured you didn't want to see that, slash I'd see it again if you wanted to. Okay, I would see it, but I'll hear your review first. Saturday Sunday at ten thirty five AM I'm seeing um, I forget what it's called. Like two of us who are different sides of me. It's like a drama about two sisters okay. who are separated. Cute. And then Monday night, I'm seeing the Banshees of Insurin, which is some drama about boys in Ireland. Oh my god! Okay. And I'll review it for you. We okay. can go again. But I'm saving a couple for when you're back. I'm not gonna go see. She said. She said. I'm not gonna go see. Strange. Stone, Stone Age, Strange yeah. World. That's it. And I'm not gonna go see. There's, there was one other that I said. The Timothy oh, Chalamet. The Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. So I'm saving those for my cousin. I appreciate that. Tuesday night, I'm not seeing a movie unless I feel so called because I said I might have to pack. You should. You will. You won't be able to. Pack I just thought I might hour. get around to it. Mm-hmm. And no, because I did relook. My flight was earlier than I thought. So even though I moved my work schedule up even more, I have 18 minutes to do what? To swap out my bags change my clothes, eat lunch. I'm worried. I'm worried that you're going to miss your flight. 
Well, worst comes to worst, it, like, I only really need five minutes. Like, I really just need to set down my stuff, grab my new stuff, and go. Yeah. I'd like to change my clothes, and yeah. I'd like to have a little bite to eat, but yeah. those aren't necessities. Could you bring something to eat at the airport? Yeah, and honestly, like, I might do that. Like, I might make a little meal and put it in my bag the night before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that so, makes me less So, I think I can really do it. Yeah. And honestly, I'll probably encounter less traffic getting home since I'm coming down at home in the middle of the day, mm. so I might even get a little bit of extra time. So true. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is going to be a hard time for us. And it's crazy to me. So we are going to be in the same state, even though we're not from the same state. And not only that, for Thanksgiving, we're going to be a mere 35, 40 yeah. minutes away from each other. We're not going to see each other. We're not going to see each other. Also, like, we've been friends for six years now. Go, I guess in our six-year friendship. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. And, yeah, I don't like saying that. Never um, say it again. And prior to moving to Chicago together, we had lived in the same area for 16 months. Yeah. And then seen each other an additional, like, four times. But, like, we were always doing different things. In different countries. different times. So we, like, we had gone, we would go, like, nine months stretch without seeing each other. Yeah, the majority of our friendship has been long distance. And now I'm saying, (laughs) can I go five (laughs) days? Yeah. I guess it's really a week. It's a week. It is. So more than five days. Yeah. Yeah, a full week. But you know what? What? You've got my number. Yeah, I do. I can use it. Give me a text. And hey, the phone goes both ways. Call me, beat me. (laughs) So And you know what? If you really miss the sound of my voice, listen to our pod. And you know I will. And then when we come back, Vlogmas. (gasps) Buckle up. We're doing Vlogmas. Can't wait. We're internet personalities now. (laughs) We are. We are. James Charles? Who? It's cousins. Exactly. Cousin Charles. Exactly. <laughs> I take that. I take that back. Um, well, girls, this has been a great dish session. This has been a 15-minute episode. <laughs> Can't wait till we connect again. Have a happy, happy, holly jolly Thanksgiving. Peace and love to you and yours.